The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. Hello. Oh my gosh, it feels so good to be back on the microphone. If you can't tell, hopefully the quality is just absolutely premium. Thanks to my boyfriend's sisters, I was able to get a new microphone for the podcast, which is so much better than whatever the heck I was using before, and I apologize, just don't even bother listening back to my first season episodes, especially in the beginning. First of all, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I've made that very clear by now, but having a new microphone that just does all of the hard work for me, provides you with top premium content, that's what I'm really trying to do here at the Twisty Pod, you know? But gosh, it's been such a fat minute since we've last chatted. So many important life updates, such 2020 energy that is so fortunately behind us now. Christmas happened. Merry Christmas. Keith, Reese, and I had a lovely Christmas. We snuggled up by our brand new fireplace that didn't work for the entire time that we lived here. Well, okay, it worked, but there was some sort of extreme gas line that pumped bonfire level flames into our living room. So it really was not usable. So just getting to have that beautiful vibe of a fireplace on Christmas morning was just absolutely so snuggly, so December Christmas morning vibes. I received a Kindle, which was my biggest and best coolest gift ever. Now let me explain because I have never ever been a reader. I think I have been tainted by the many, many years of having to do required reading in college, high school, even elementary school, throwback to AR points. But I've never made it a adamant goal to become a reader of just any book I want to read, nonfiction, young adult, what have you. And I kind of had this urge to just be better. Like I want to be a better human being. People who read are just better as humans. So I really wanted to achieve that, especially in this brand new spank in 2021 year. I needed that energy in my life. So I really wanted a Kindle for Christmas. Keith was kind enough to purchase me one. It is a Kindle Paperwhite, I think is the name for it. Something a little bit awkward off the tongue. But gosh, golly, I'm a reader now, mom. Like, Are you so proud of me? The first book I read was probably the reason why I've stuck to using my Kindle so religiously at this point. I truly, truly believe that everybody can be a reader as long as you find a book that works for you. And I do mean that. I was recommended to read The Luckiest Girl Alive, which was the first book I downloaded for my Kindle. And because it was so addicting, it was so gosh darn good, I couldn't put my Kindle down. I was so obsessed with it. And I'm a slow reader. I've always been a slow reader. 
it's not that I have a hard time reading. It's just that I am such a visual person. I have to think about every single thing that I'm reading, visualize it in my head, make sure I understand it before I even turn the page. And if something happens where I was zoning off on the page and I wasn't paying attention, I have to go back. So I read very diligently, I guess you could say. So it takes me a bit more time than maybe the average reader to read a book because I genuinely will read every word. I'm not just going for the quotes here. I do want to understand everything through and through, but I just could not put that book down. I couldn't recommend it more to you all, although I will issue just a bit of a trigger warning for the book because I wish I would have known myself a lot of the contents that were inside the book. I think it covers a lot of really um, unhealthy eating habits and suggests a lot of unhealthy eating diets that I don't really appreciate. I also think that there is some foul language that I don't necessarily agree with. There are also a few incidences with sexual assaults, which was very graphic and very detailed, as well as, oh gosh, I don't want to give the book away. Um, <laughs> there was an incident. How do I phrase this without spoiling the book? Let's just say there was a bit of gun violence. So if any of that happens to be triggering to you, I would not recommend the book. And it comes out of left field. All of a sudden, you're reading the book and wham, this thing happens and it's not expected. There's no introductory. It just, boom, it's there. And you know it's a good book when you can't stop thinking about it and I have not been able to get it out of my head for weeks now, but it hit me hard and here I am, a reader standing before you. Now I'm starting on Red, White, and Royal Blue, which has also been highly recommended to me. I want to say it's a little kinky. I think that's the direction of the book. Genuinely, I think I'm on the 30th page, so I don't know anything that's happening yet, but I think I can get a little bit of a gauge. You know, it's about the monarchies between England and the United States, but both of the sons, you know, maybe hang out a little bit. <laughs> so that's that on that, a reader in your presence. Here I am. Take me as I am. I've also spent the past two weeks trying to finish a puzzle, so that's my beautiful quarantine update. I took far too much time off that I genuinely forgot how to speak to a camera. I feel so awkward whenever I'm trying to vlog or just film a video now. It's a very unnatural thing to talk to a camera, even more unnatural to speak into a microphone, staring at a closet right now. So, you know, we'll get back into the swing of things, I hope. I just gave myself far too much time to relax because I genuinely wanted a Christmas break. I deserved it, I hope. I gave it to myself. And here I am back at it again, but you know, I just, I really am kicking myself in the foot. Is that the right term? That feels like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I also dyed my hair, which probably is not monumental to literally anybody, but it's something that feels very personal and very scary to me as somebody who has lived 20 some years with the exact same color hair, always sort of you know, kind of being eh about it. I'm very fortunate to have a full head of hair, but I just was never that satisfied with my natural hair color. I always wish it was more, more blonde. It just kind of got to this musty, dusty, I don't even know. So it's been on my mind for probably two years now, genuinely. I've looked back at photos from two years prior where I've been contemplating dyeing my hair to a kind of silver white blonde. And to give you the honest story, I shared this information with my family, I believe in the winter of 2018. And my immediate reaction from my eldest sister was, you're going to look like a wizard. So there I was, 
very close to booking myself an appointment and then very much backtracking considering the fact I did not want to look like Dumbledore. Now, here I am two and a half some years later and I've done the deed. You know, I didn't expect my hair to be the color that it is right now because I will have to do a little bit of a gradual process. Truth be told, I didn't know a darn thing about dyeing hair. I don't know the process of switching from one color to the next. I think because I'm going lighter, it is, I guess, a teeny bit easier, I guess. I don't freaking know. But it is not as silver as I want it to be in this moment. It will continue, I hope, by the next appointment to get a little bit more silvery, a little bit more white. And maybe you hate it. Maybe you love it. Um, But here I am on this wizard journey. And I'm really trying to strive for the silver, okay? If anybody says that it's gray, if anybody says I look like I am elderly, I will probably just hide in a hole for the rest of my life. Considering that I am also on camera quite often, often taking pictures of myself, etc., it would just be absolutely so beyond embarrassing. So I'm going to strive (laughs) to not look like a wizard at all costs. I will rely on you as my favorite group of people, my podcast lovers and listeners to hold me accountable, you know, and remind me of my wizarding roots. But here I am, a dyed hair woman, a new leaf for that 2021 energy that I am so trying to manifest. Holy guacamole. I also bought some uh, new pillows for my bed. I took a few vitamins in the past few weeks. I've you know, written a few thank you notes for some Christmas presents I was so grateful to receive. And those are my fascinating, beyond interesting quarantine updates for you all. I'm also not sure how we are already a few minutes into the podcast and I have failed to mention Love Island. I feel as if every time I dive deep into the world of Love Island, you know, I have those moments where it's all I want to talk about. It's all I'm thinking about. I'm watching it at every waking hour. I become best friends with every single contestant, every single Islander. So I've watched the seasons very much out of order. All right. And if you're not familiar with Love Island, it's just a little bit like a dating show, but it's neat that everybody gets to pair up with somebody else. It's not like a bachelor system where it's one person versus 20 other contestants. It's a whole bunch of different singles all in one villa together and they all have to pair up with one another. So it's fascinating. The drama, the drama. I started off watching Love Island season six, which is actually the most recent season in the UK from 2020. So I don't really know why, but I heard it was a good season. I wanted to start off with a hit. You know, I wanted to love the season, so I wanted to dive into it on a good note. I watched season six, then season five, then Australia season one. I tried to watch Australia season two, didn't get as much into it. I still need to go back and finish that. But now I just finished Love Island UK season two. I have to say, I think it was one of the juiciest, one of the most interesting dynamic seasons I've watched thus far. So many iconic characters, so many people that made the entire season so bingeable. I think I finished it in, oh gosh, under a week's time. And there was 40 episodes, something absurd like that. It's a little bit embarrassing to reflect on knowing how quickly I can binge a season like that. But That's just the name of the game in a binge-watching world. With all of these platforms, I mean, (laughs) these poor producers spend two years, multiple years, building and creating these incredible shows. They come up with eight episodes and we watch it in one day. It's absolutely absurd, but 
in the case of Love Island, you just get so hooked. It's so easy when the next episode is just one click away. You know, I don't even need that 15 second timer. Just skip right into it. I don't need the recap. Let's just go, go, go. I'm ready. Give me more. I will not spoil the season by any means, but if you're a Love Islander, if you haven't already watched it, I just did like six different accents in that one phrase. Highly recommend season two. Also, I just need to send my deepest condolences to Sophie as well as Caroline and their families. I wish them all the best and I hope that they are doing well. Now, with the new year, of course, always comes that agonizing idea of the New Year's resolutions. I had a teacher once who told me that many years ago he made his last and final resolution, which was to never again make a resolution. I think it's kind of a weird hot topic because some people are very hot or cold about resolutions. Either you absolutely love them, you want to make 16, you're going to do your full list, you're going to dive into 16 different fitness programs all at once, or you're going to have all these goals for the entire year, you're going to stick to them. Or maybe you're the complete opposite and you say, I don't care. I kind of forgot about it. I never make those anymore. Whatever end of the spectrum you are on, I completely support you. Do what's best for you. I genuinely don't think that you need a January 1st quote unquote time to set new goals for yourself. You can do that any day of the week. Sometimes it does feel nice though to just have that new leaf. Like there's there's nothing wrong with that by any means. I myself did... A little bit more of a moderate resolution this year. At the beginning of 2020, Keith and I made a very general resolution, which is a little bit explicit, but we loved it and we said it all of the time. Basically, we just kind of wanted to set our priority straight for 2020. And, you know, um, that was in January of 2020 before the world happened. But at the beginning of 2020, we said fuck fat 2020, (laughs) which basically was just our fun way of trying to remind ourselves to do what we could to prioritize our health. Then of course, you know, here we are one year later. Uh, A lot happened in those 12 months time, but I feel as if, I don't know really how I've gotten to this place, but over the past few months, especially, I've just become so much more accepting of having a fitness journey and not just this quick fix, get shape for X amount of time or, you know, do all these unhealthy measures to become a certain body type. I think that was always my mindset going into the new year was lose weight, do this one thing, or I'm so unhappy with myself, blah, blah, blah. And over the past few months or past few weeks, I've just become so much more understanding of the idea that I'm going to achieve whatever results I want to achieve over my lifetime and I'm going to live to have a healthy lifestyle. And I don't want that to be a quick fix. I don't want to just do a program that's going to last 21 days and then I'm going to fall off the train on the 22nd day, you know. I'm just at a much better understanding of how to approach health and fitness with a healthy mindset. And it's taken me so many years to get to this place and I hope that I can continue to encourage you to be in that mindset as well and I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight and I'm not saying it's easy but that's sort of the approach that I'm taking with my resolutions because I want them to be very achievable very sustainable for long-term lasting results not for the month of January until I forget about them in February. (laughs) 
With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And I'm going to mess up. That's the thing. I'm going to forget to do these things. I'm going to have bad days. I'm going to have days when I don't want to leave my bed. I don't want to leave my apartment. But that's life. And your fitness journey doesn't need to be so hot or cold that you're only doing these things when the clock strikes midnight on January 1st. These should be things that you're thinking about on a daily basis, just little ways to improve your mindset, to improve your healthy lifestyle that actually will create positive change for years and years to come. So with that being said, my first resolution is, of course, step into 21. Now, I shared this with you all, I think the last two episodes of season one, the season one finale and whatnot. And I did that so confidently because I love all of you so much that take the time to listen to my podcast. It's such a flattering compliment. And honest to God, it's been the absolute coolest little thing. If you haven't already, you can join the Facebook group for Step Into 21. I'm also just updating everybody every single day on my Instagram account as well as the Twisty Pod Instagram account, which I don't ever talk about enough. I would love if you went to go follow it for any updates, announcements, etc. It's just at Twisty Pod on Instagram. But really, the challenge is just a way to inspire you to move more in your everyday life. Literally last night, Keith and I had to go to Target. I had to make a few returns. Like I said, I really wanted to get these nice new pillows for my bed because we just, we don't really have nice decorations in our home and I'm trying to become more of a mom per se, you know, having that nice little designer touch because half of our apartment is decorated by our college dorm rooms. So that's a little bit embarrassing, but we had to go to Target, had to get these pillows And we go into the Target parking lot and Keith parks his car like four rows away from where you normally would park, like on the other side of the parking lot. And I'm over here saying, what in the heck are you doing? Why are we, what are we doing all the way over here? The entrance is right there. You park by the entrance, you walk right in, easy as pie. And then here I was remembering that this was all my doing. I was the one that was saying, park further away from the grocery store, park further away from the coffee shop, get in those extra steps, take the stairs, not the elevator, blah, blah, blah. Gosh, I'm so annoying, aren't I? But you know what? Step the heck into 21. It's just those little tiny things that you can do in your everyday life that don't take much time, don't feel very overwhelming, don't feel like a quick fix, don't feel like you're going from zero to 100 and falling off the bandwagon. It's just the parkin far away in the Target parking lot that makes all the difference in the long term. So step the heck in a 21. Hashtag step on a 21. I just sound like the Grinch there, didn't I? <laughs> the next one is something that I try to do at the end of December. So I love that if I want to pat myself on the back for a second here because I normally am the kind of person, you know, that will wait until Monday, wait until January 1st, yada, yada. But I don't know what really came over me, but I decided to start doing a daily two-minute plank. And that's been absolutely so beyond helpful, so fun, such a good way to just do a quick little core exercise every single day because honest to God, if I don't have any sort of motivator, if I'm not doing a Chloe Ting routine, I'm not 
doing an ab exercise. I'm just not. It's not something that I will get myself up to do every single day. I don't think they're fun. I also think that I can gain a lot more core strength in doing a lot more compound movements such as hip thrusts and squats, etc. So I don't ever really take the time to do four sets of crunches, etc. But just a two minute daily plank, doesn't matter what time of day you do it, just scrolling on my phone, scrolling on my social media is such an easy way for me to just do a really effective exercise. I mean, a plank works so many muscles, not just your core, but it sucks. It's so challenging. And if I master two minutes and I'm crushing it and I'm taking planks by storm, then I'll add on an additional 30 seconds, another minute. Who knows? Maybe I'll be doing 20 minute planks out here by the end of 2021. Hold me accountable. Maybe I should start posting some Instagram stories of me doing the daily plank because, oh my God, sometimes it's just it stinks. And I was kind of thinking about maybe doing a video, you know, sharing my experience with it. Because like I said, it's those little tiny, simple things that maybe are really freaking effective. I don't know. And then the last resolution is just a little bit more for me. It's something that I've struggled with probably all of my life. You know, I love my snacks. You know, I love my pretzels. You know, I love my chips, my popcorn. Those are the things that hurt me the hardest. They they hit home. They hurt my heart because they're so stinking delicious. But here's the thing. I don't know any limits. I take the pretzel bag. I sit down on my computer to do some editing. I demolish the pretzel bag. It's just very um, disheartening, I guess you could say. So really, I'm just trying to be more mindful about how I consume those snacks, particularly just late night snacking while editing. It's so detrimental to me and my mentality because I just, I get so down on myself too when I look back after I've been editing for 30 minutes and I've just destroyed a rolled gold tiny twist bag. It's just, ugh. But I'm not going to give those things up because they're my absolute favorites and I don't believe in restriction. I don't believe in cutting things out. But I just want to be more mindful about, you know what, Taylor? Do you need that bag of pretzels when you're sitting down to edit? Probably not. Have you had enough of your water today? Do you need some more nourishing foods to throw into your diet? Do you need to have a big meal right now? What's actually going to satisfy you? Are you bored or are you hungry? Let's figure this thing out. So that's kind of the mindset that I'm stepping into 21 with. I'm positive that I, you know, feel good about these resolutions. I feel very happy that I just have three really fun and simple ones that I can stick to that don't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel like I've written myself a laundry list that I'm going to even forget which resolutions I committed to. It feels really nice to lean on you all and to hold you all accountable. And likewise, I feel like you all hold me more accountable than you even realize. But just a, a friendly reminder to give yourself some grace in this time frame because it feels like, you know, this can be a very pressuring time, especially in regards to making resolutions that surround themselves with fitness or wellness or health, diet, whatever it might be. And you know what? That can be very hard to consume, especially on social media. It can feel very toxic if that's not the mindset that you are in. So if your goals have nothing to do with health and fitness and wellness, that is totally okay. 
And if you do have those goals too, then don't feel like you need to compare yourself to others. Remember that everybody is on their own personal journey. You shouldn't compare yourself to another's journey because we've all had such different experiences. But just give yourself some grace in this time frame. And it is okay if you fall off the train, if you forget your resolutions, if you skip a day, if you mess up, if you make those silly excuses, it is all right. Give yourself some grace. Remind yourself why you started. Remind yourself of your goals. And, you know, start tomorrow. Start again tomorrow. You've got this. I totally believe in you. I love you so much. And I am so proud of you. I'm also beyond excited for the second season of Twisty Pod. Now, season one was really just a big old learning curve for me. It was my first time ever having a podcast. I would say most people that have podcasts do them through a, you know, a big media company. They have high-tech equipment. Maybe they have a producer, a manager, what have you. But this was just me wanting to do something cool to spread a little bit more authenticity on the internet, talk about topics that maybe could be a little bit off limits in other senses and just provide a more honest, authentic experience to the narrative. And I just love podcasting so much. I think by far it has been my absolute favorite platform to use. And I just do it because I love it and I love bonding with you all. And season one was so much fun, but I think I'm so ready to just implement new ideas. Sorry, I just slapped my knee and I realize every time I slap with this new high quality microphone, you can hear it. So I apologize for my fidgeting nature, but I'm just ready for season two. I have so many fun things that I want to do with you all. I have so many cool new topics that I really want to dive into because season one, you know, it it was a good podcast. She was great. She was good to us, but at the end of it, you know, I wanted a fresh new look. I hope that you enjoyed the new logo. Tell me if you do. Tell me if you hate it, I guess. But I talked a lot about some very serious topics and I love that because I think sometimes that's very much needed, but I also want to, you know, sprinkle in some lighthearted fun from time to time. I want some celebrity gossip. I want some reality TV. I want some just chatty girl talk, you know, just keeping it real. Although I know my dad listens to this podcast too. So, hey dad, how you doing? I want to talk about just some fitness topics and bring in some more honesty into the fitness industry, talking more about how and when and why I should get my certification. And I promise myself that's happening in 2021. That should be another just long-term goal of mine. I also have some cool interviews coming up, which is something I've literally never done in my life. I am so excited to bring in people that I think will be so fantastic to speak with. My first guest is so darn cool. Well, it's either my first guest or my second guest, but one of them is Keith himself. And I hope he's excited because I'm freaking excited. You all have been requesting for me to talk to Keith on any platform as much as possible. And I think it's really sweet. And I think he's very flattered by it. He's like, I'm so famous. People love me. I don't even know if you guys really know what his voice sounds like. So that will be very, you know, a little interesting to hear. Um, That might be even coming out in the next few weeks or so. So stay tuned. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. It's the easiest way to always just have the podcast sitting in your perfect little podcast Spotify platform wherever you're listening. So it's always just a friendly reminder that I'm over here talking to you all, cheering you on, ready to listen to another episode of the Twisty Pod. Like I said, if you haven't already followed Twisty Pod on Instagram, please go and do that because that's where I'll be asking questions every single week to be answering on the podcast. And also, if you're listening on YouTube or if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Twisty Pod 
YouTube channel. It's just another way of providing a free, easy to access platform for you to listen to the podcast. I very much contemplated making season two video streamed as well. But you know what? I just, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that yet because genuinely I record this podcast in my grungiest state as possible. I'm sitting here freshly out of the shower. Sometimes it's freshly after a workout, nice and um, stale perhaps is the right word to use. You see enough of me. You know, you probably get really bored of looking at my face week after week if you watch my YouTube videos. So for now, I just sort of love having this as a podcast platform and as a podcast platform, it shall be. I just feel like a new woman. 2021 is going to be I was going to say an incredible year, but in all honesty, you know, most of it's going to be quite similar to 2020. I don't want to be that pessimistic. I really don't. But realism is important at times, too. I'm sure you'll hear a lot of that with Keith. You know, he's a very realistic person. I'm always living up in the clouds. But that doesn't mean we can't have a very positive mindset hopping into this year. Props to you for getting through the first two weeks of January 2021 January has notoriously been my least favorite month of the year, but you know what? I have a different feeling about this January, and I don't mean to be a a haterade to January in general. I love all of my January birthday friends, but here's the deal. You know, I just get so into the Christmas spirit, and now I just get freaking sad looking at my Christmas tree, taunting me still up in my living room and bedroom that I just desperately need to take down, but there is nothing worse than taking down and putting away ornaments, decorations decorations, Christmas trees, and then realizing you have absolutely horrible bare walls that are just horribly decorated. It's just so bad for my ego. I wish I had an interior designer, but one day when I have the budget, you watch out. (laughs) You watch out, Chip and Joanna. I'm going to have the coolest house on the block. Oh my gosh, I love you all so much. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this podcast genuinely and truly you are my absolute favorite people don't tell the others of course but the fact that you take the time to listen to me to me to little old me on a podcast just means the absolute world to me I love seeing you all tag me in your post telling me that you listen to me on your walks on your runs sitting on the couch with your friends with your dog your cat whomever it just warms my whole heart and it means the absolute world to me I could not express enough or I will never shut up about how grateful I am for you all, for the platforms that I have. It just means the absolute world to me. And I'm so beyond grateful that you have a little bit of trust in me to speak with you every single week. I hope that you are excited for season two. Let me know what you want to hear. If you haven't already, tell me what you want to hear. So much exciting things to come. I hate when people say that, but I just want to build up the anticipation. I want you to be excited for season two. Welcome the frick back. I love you all. I'll see you in the next one. Listen to me. I'm so rusty. I can't even realize I said, see you all in the next one. That is a YouTube outro. That is some 2020-ish we don't need. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next episode when we're going to get a little untwisty, baby. Love you all. Bye.